welcome back to another episode of Make Us The Subject. Hope everyone's doing okay. Wednesday morning during reading week. Today we're going to be discussing London living as there's a lot to unpack here. I think we'll, we'll really get into it. I want to talk about, obviously we go to a London uni, being in Kings, but also we've all grown up in London and how you become immune to certain things. And I think it's just a really big character development. So I'm really excited to explore this and I'd like to hand over to my guest panel. Um, if you'd like to introduce yourself, you've been here before, but if you'd like to introduce yourself and maybe just say a little bit about where you grew up in London. My name is Vatena and I grew up in central slash south London. She had to say in central in there, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> I just had to in it. Just Why do you up in south? Like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting bullied. <laughs> no, no, I'm from south London, southwest. I'm Maria and I'm from East London, Barking. I need to get that out of the way first because that's what everyone thinks and everyone likes to quote my thing from Barking at me and that's all I have to say on the matter. And hi, I'm Eden. I'm from South East. Not ashamed to say I'm from the trenches. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not from Peckham, but I live near Peckham, but no one as well. So Peckham. Lovely. Where are you from, Hannah? Oh, yeah. I always forget to introduce myself. Hi, I'm Hannah. Um, I'm from Northwest London. Not North, not West, Northwest. It's very <laughs> um, and if anyone argues with me that's not in London, it is in London. It still counts. I mean, in London. Borough. Everyone likes to say, oh, Harrow's not part of London. Harrow's no, not part of London. Harrow is in London. When that enter, it says London by Harrow, okay? I'm not having it. They, they always have the argument that if you're not NW or SW, then you're not London. Mm. I'm IG. <laughs> <laughs> what bar is that? Don't understand. Can we explain that? What is IG? Like, I never did my fun facts, just remember. Oh, okay, oh, go on then, Edith. Shut it out. My fun fact. Okay, um. Dadiahao,我叫新年,我的英语人名字是Eden,我是学生,我学英语,我也学韩语,我很高兴认识你。what did you just say to me? Okay, so I said, hello everyone, um, my name is Xinyan, or my English name is Eden. Um, I'm a student, nice to meet you. I speak English and Mandarin, and nice to meet you guys. Oh. Okay, Aww. perfect. Let's start with growing up in London, school life. That's what I want to get into. I feel like, yeah, do you see the faces that you lot are even pulling at me right now? There's so many stories here, and I want to get into like being exposed to, and how do you think that, actually shapes you into who you are. How has going to a London school made your personality what it is? <laughs> Character growth for sure. Definitely Character yeah, built in. Mm-hmm. She, I was so meaty in secondary school. <laughs> I had to be funny, like there was no other way out for me. So, and I think I went to a girls school as well. Oh, so, did you? Yes. I never knew that. Oh, oh wow. You couldn't tell. <laughs> That's but, a good thing though. Yeah. No, exactly. But it built my character because there was no like, oh, Tommy looked at me or like whatever. Like you had to fend for yourself. Yeah. You had to grow up in that environment, this and that. But also I liked it because you could come in with your hair, like whatever, looking bummy and no one's going to be like, oh, like, what the hell? Yeah, I did the same. Says it is. <laughs> so, did you just say you did the same? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, for me, I don't know, you had like, there's just a bunch of fights like people were bitchy but it wasn't like as catty as people make it out to seem like I feel like there was a bit of a sisterhood but there also was craziness like ripping hair out and oh, braids crazy. on the floor and that it was, was, that was nice yeah, yeah that, honestly, someone was pulled this girl's weave off it oh. was yeah they just yanked it <laughs> and they put it all over snapchat that character development how do you think that shaped you into, into who you are 
apart from like survival of the fittest, is that basically what it is going to a London school? I'm not gonna lie, I feel like certain individuals didn't survive. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, in primary school, I think about certain people and I'm like, I wonder if you're alive. Like, are they okay? There's one girl came in the change room, opened the door like this, grabbed this girl behind her ponytail, just cut it like that. Yay! And I just wonder what she's doing. <laughs> I just wonder if she's alive. Wait, because they say if we have to do my Spanish exam, yeah, you know? Exam? <laughs> yes, in, oh in GCSE, God. literally, some girl, I see the front, some girl had like a ponytail, like a drawstring ponytail, <laughs> and the girl behind her kept yanking it, my little was looking at um, what about being exposed to certain things? Like, I don't know how ratchet all our schools were, and, you know, you're exposed to so much stuff at a young age, and it does get a little political, because you think about schools that have more funding, and they're a bit more sheltered. So would you have rather been exposed, or would you have rather been sheltered? How much can we say, like? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> There's no censorship around here. I don't know, guys. I think my, my school my failed my this Ofsted thing, so we already oh. know they were below oh. average. Like, when I was at school, they changed my uniform and my logo three times while we were there. We had three different head teachers. That says what did you say about this <laughs> My school wasn't that bad, to be honest. My school was a new school, so when I started, it was the second year running. So we, I remember when Ofsted came and they gave us that sounding when we all got cupcakes, so. Oh! oh. Yeah. It was Ramadan, though. Oh. Oh. So we took them home. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't change it for the world. Like yeah, my school, I was supposed to so many cultures. All my Somali friends come from secondary school. Like <laughs> mm. I was supposed to like Islam, Hinduism, yeah. Christianity, like so many things that I don't know, I'm just grateful because there's so much ignorance. Like you hear people just say, oh, like, well, can you eat pork? And it's like, I don't know, like, there's things that you just know because of your if environment. You don't know by now. <laughs> what, you can't even drink water, you can't drink water when you're yeah, fasting. Like, it's just so, ugh, to me. So I'm happy that I grew up in a really See, diverse we, school. Like, I went to a bit of a division, like, within my school between POC and non POC. And I feel like I also had that where, because it was like one or the other, all non POC became one. So you were just all grouped together. So I feel like I'm with you. Like, it just kind of bans culture. I but maybe you can. Yeah, because East London obviously is predominantly black and Asian communities. But I feel like from primary school to secondary school, there was definitely there was definitely a jump. Because I'm not gonna lie, in primary school, why were Daisy and Millie running running everything, calling the shots? <laughs> then when I went to secondary school, one one boy who was literally like three foot nothing could forget he was there. The only white person in our school. Do you know what? I literally had the opposite. Like my primary school was full of Asian and black people. Like, and then as soon as I stepped into secondary school, I was like, what the mm -hmm. hell is going on here? But you were saying about how you know, like POC stuck together. Like you were kind of banded as one, but did you ever feel homogenized in that sense? That people thought, oh, like you're all the same. You don't have like your distinct culture and stuff. Or it's just like the POC, you know? Yeah, I, I, I guess so a little bit. Like I feel, I feel like this is why I'm, I'm such a big advocate for for any like POC issues because. Mm. For me, there has been no division. That's probably why I've never really felt 100% banded with other Asian girls. Right. Or right. like a really big Asian, like I've never really had a really big group of Asian friends. It's always been mainly like a mix. I've come to a point where I don't really care to be honest, like, because I've grown up with Somalis, Jamaicans, Nigerians, mm. Ghanaians. Part of it is like <laughs> survival instinct though as well. Yeah, like probably. if you look at the way like, immigration patterns and stuff, I'm not surprised why certain groups feel they need to band together mm. because yeah. like of all the, the shit that you've gone through and mm. stuff. Yeah. Like I feel like it was saying when you know Windrush first is like Jamaicans and this yeah, spot, Brixton was like a heavily Caribbean area now, like we branched out because of time and whatever, but I totally get that. Mm, do you remember that thing we were talking about where it's like different areas of East London have different groups of people? Yeah. And then same for all of your parts as well, where you were like I know it's mainly Asians where I am, like, <laughs> we have Ilford fame. That's not just saying to Eden, um, Jazz is our resident Asian just because she grew up in East London. Like, shout out to Jazz, like, <laughs> Jazz she is, she's she going to be speaking Hindi by the end of this year. Jazz will speak Hindi. Yeah, I don't speak Hindi either. She'll, I'll bet you she'll be the first one to do it. Jazz will teach you. She'll be the first one to start lesson. <laughs>
I'm going to do a comparison between private school and state school here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see a lot more funding going to private schools um, than we do in state schools. And I feel like that creates a kind of narrative that you don't want to send your child there and then it's kind of like an endless cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we kind of push away that narrative? Well, we're all here. <laughs> we all went to public schools. Mm-hmm. My school was broke as can be, but yeah. like through the hardships, through the whatever, through the child's Darwinist survival of the fittest thing, I still managed to make it here along with you guys. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you can obviously systemically it is harder to succeed mm. as like a state school kid but if you really want it and you have like teachers that are behind you and good resources etc and you make the most out of the situation then you can end up wherever you want to be yeah. and i think we're examples of that the fact that we're at yeah, king's no, repping state school so yeah, done period <laughs> done <laughs> my biggest flex is ending up in the same top uni that all the smart kids try to make i was a stupid one hands down look look where we all are you're sitting across from me in class as a kid you don't really feel it because mm. you're just it's nodding normal. along kind yeah. of thing. But I have a conspiracy theory that I think... Here we go. <laughs> I think that teachers have, like, artful ways of going around it. Yeah. Where, for example, they would make you, like, work for certain things, like a pen. Like a pen license. That really triggers me. Like, why was I fighting for my life trying to learn how to write in cursive? <laughs> for what no reason? Way. Wait. I never had that in my school. In my school, you had to get a pen license. Never and had you it. got a beautiful, shiny pen. Everyone wanted the pen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you got a certificate. And they put you out in assembly. Yeah. You do. No, we just had felt tips. I'm not going to lie. I was the last to get my license. Well, I was just about to be like, if you didn't get your pen license by the end of your six, bottom of the barrel. Bottom of the barrel there. Okay, we're going to just segue away from schools now. Some of the best teachers are in state schools, right? Like, I had some teachers. Like, shout out to Miss Miller. Oh, who my A-level English teacher, we were locked in. And my head of year, my sixth form head of year. I wouldn't have been in here without him. Like, that's crazy. Mine didn't give me a, a good grade for my French A-level, so I'm not happy with him. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to give someone a flower. Yeah, not giving anyone a flower today. Shout out Mr. Brown and Mr. Jackson and Miss Campbell as much as we butted heads. Like, there was so many amazing role models in state schools and they had to work so much harder yeah. as well because there was so much nonsense going on in yeah. my school. That's, that's screaming, people, Shout out to teachers like, in state schools because mm-hmm. I even, when I was planning this episode, I went onto Reddit yeah, to just like read up about people's stories. Why did I find a guide for teachers on slang you find in bathrooms? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whilst I was on Reddit though, I tried to find some dilemmas for this week and Ooh. I couldn't. Um, oh. oh, mainly because I, take, I rescind my ooh. Yes, <laughs> um, mainly because they were all really similar. Instead of dilemmas, we're going to do generalizations, and I'm also going to make you do yes or no's, and then we can get into it. I hate a yes or no. I know, I, know, <laughs> I love doing this to you guys. I'm just going to give you a scenario, and you're going to tell me whether you experienced it or not. Okay, my first one is a UK year nine science lesson. Oh yes. my god, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, do you want to get into it now, or do you want me to do more? No, do more, do okay. more. Okay. <laughs> Metal detectors or sniffer dogs? No. No. What? Oh, we're both from South as well. How do we not have that? How are we from South and we didn't have that? They could just sniff out themselves with their noses. They didn't need a dog. They just were accustomed to that. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Well, I was reading about this on Reddit and it was really common and I've experienced it, but we'll we'll get into that one. And my last one, yeah, is doing doing the nasty in toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a girl's school. I don't know, maybe. Just for reference, this is not a reflection. I didn't do no jugs. Just as bystander. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's start with UK United Science lessons because it's a classic. It's a classic <laughs> London school experience. I've got stories for days. Go on, go I've on. actually got stories for days. Go on, give us one. And we were doing, I didn't do well on my exam. So then she must have been going through, I know, <laughs> she must have been going through the feedback. And then me and these two other students were just being so rowdy. She kicked us <laughs> She kicked us out, and then she gave me my. F- I got my first um, detention because we called it immediate correction. So I got so immediate correction. So upset. And then, and then yeah, from then it just went downhill really and truly, and got sent out during practicals. I didn't have you down as a sent out, Gaddy. 
That was only in year nine, though. See, that's the thing. You're yeah, not in change point. And also, there were bad people. Bear in mind, it was top set. Normally, it's like the smart, like yeah. good kids. This is the smart bad kids. <laughs> okay, um, so I was a smart bad kid. So when you're in year nine in my school, yeah, you get put into triple science. Mm-hmm. Like you, t- you take yeah. the test, you pass. And I was on the pass mark. So I got in knowing damn well I was bottom of the barrel. Like knowing, couldn't do it. I just, I just couldn't. I feel like if I really dedicated my life to it, probably would have been okay. No, I dedicated my life. I still couldn't do it. Yeah, do you know? So something about triple science that just felt so unnecessary. So I became that kid. I became. Oh, I started distracting everyone. I started like you know that kid that's rowdy because they don't understand. Yeah, it was the first time in my life I've been like in every other subject I was fine. But find me in year nine biology. Right, so some girls (laughs) routine bots and burn shit, and some girls set this other girls hair on fire (laughs) on purpose. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say they must be on purpose. Like, and it was just like, what's actually going on? And I remember those teachers that would love to say the M word. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, okay, that's just me. <laughs> I was like, 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 do you say poetry and we did checking out my history? Oh, I love that. Poem. Oh, I did. Well, shout out I to did Charlotte. Love, I did love relationships. Oh, oh did you? Yeah. Well, that was one conflict. One uh, conflict was way better than Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. to do. Yeah, and conflict. That's it. Thank you. You don't even know what you're talking about. It's way better. We had to do checking out my history, which is like John Agar, Jamaican. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Was shout out to Charlotte, man. She not did not have to do Jamaican accent. I was like, I don't know who put you up for that. Like, it actually kills me every time I think about it. Oh, we did it as well. One of the teachers like, if you guys want to say in a Jamaican accent, go ahead. There was no Jamaicans in my class. I was like, what? I think Charlotte was picked just because she was purely. I want to hear you guys best like Pat Don't do that. Um, anyway, what was our next one? Yeah, metal detectors, drugs, sniffer dogs. No, no, no never experienced it. No, no. That's what? what? We had I, smoke I had detectors. Yeah. Part boy school, and they had like metal detectors and dogs and stuff. But Bro, I, school, I remember, no. especially like as a kid that didn't really get up to much in that department. Um, I remember going to school. Yeah, I was late. I remember seeing cues and cues coming out the front gate. I'd be like, oh, metal detector day. I'm not going to get a forty minute detention. <laughs> that's what metal detectors oh. mean to me. Oh. That's so disgusting. Oh. They used to bring you out with your lessons. You had to line up outside because they had sniffer dogs. What is going on? I thought my school was gay. No, mine was. I didn't think my school was that bad, but now I feel like I'm. You guys, I started. Maybe I got a pass because I went to love school. I don't know. Maybe no. we used to start at eight and finish at like, five. They were in detention centers. They should. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can have like isolation and stuff. And yeah. And, and, but yeah. I, Bag checking sniffer dogs as well. Our other generalisation was doing the nasty in toilets. We used to have a mixed toilet in year seven and year eight. Oh, so really that's just what? that's just inviting children to do the nasty. They got rid of it though, because yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was it ever there. It was a new school as well. It was new, no, because the building was I think the building was a church or something or like a community. Okay, center. this is getting more and more. <laughs> 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 those that people were doing it in the toilet, and then I always see that red door just being filmed like this <laughs> Well, mine was actually never well, not mine, but the biggest scandal. Sorry, the biggest scandal in my year. We had South Rysip Library next to the school. What possessed people to do the nasty in library toilets? You're telling me everyone has Something to be quiet. Everything has yeah. to be quiet. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, in like my class, it was in sixth form where stuff started getting crazy. Established from here that behavioural problems are the yeah, main difference. Behavioural problems. But that must be the first time a lot of girls have, have seen boys. Yeah, no, mm. people went mad. Even people in my year were like going yeah, crazy over it. Like, it was so, you saw people open up a whole new personality there. <laughs> where did that come from? Like, you but wasn't you can tell, like, literally dying for it. Um, I want to talk about adulting in London now that we're actually adults. Sorry. You're an adult, not me. We're adults in London. Um, so, segueing away from schools. Okay, let's change the question. Let's not even I'm do sad. adulting in London. Let's do London X. 
Mine's London pet peeves. Mine's gonna be people who walk slow. Mm. Because honestly, I could go on and on and on about this. Mm. The rage it gives me, <laughs> the rage, like I can't even fathom it. But then we're all London girls. I feel like we've had that yeah, ingrained in, in, yeah, exactly. in our. I don't like, understand that. Why you're on Oxford Street yeah, with a suitcase behind you? Do you know what it is when they when they just stop? Yes. Like, they don't even go to the side. They just. I think mine is like cyclists. Like they'll go when it's red, and then they'll cry when they get lit down, and they're dying <laughs> left, right, and centre. So they'll be screaming at you as you right away. As a driver, I don't understand. Oh, <laughs> she had two jobs. Blinking point is crazy. My boss. It's called blinking point. No, other way. Breaking point. My point. Chick is year seven youths on the bus. Yeah, I was gonna say out that. on the street. Now, don't you feel? That's how I feel older. I see all the people coming around. They go inside. <laughs> I better just pick up my belongings. Why are you scared of the use? Like, you want to use? I can't. I wasn't causing up ruckus. I didn't have music coming out of my thing like that. But looking like, I don't know where it's coming from. Those people frightened me. Didn't the other day at uni and the other day someone just shouted at us from the bus, suck your mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, from the top <laughs> window, he stuck his little head out sideways. Which is going to like? Listen, you're, le- you're never far from home, are you? No, you're actually never far from home. Go on, B, what's your, what's your London ick? Mm, yeah, sick kids. Like, as in school kids. Sick kids. That's what I said. Kids. You too. It's a little jail. Your man's secondary school kids. No, no, I don't mind secondary school kids. Gather your thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gathered them now, don't worry. It's just a lot of kids on the bus. I can't deal with it. Oh, you know Vauxhall bus station after school. It's actually insane. Why am I seeing the whole of Pimlico, Lillian babies all there with their little chicken, chicken and chips? Yeah, chicken and chips. One pound for three wings chips. No, do you know what it is now? Not anymore. Four pounds. That was a special offer for kids. Yeah, but just just know you're buying pigeon, by the way. Oh, it's pigeon. It's not real. Not my one. As long as it's halal. She's a sister, man. She's a sister. Yeah, what are you doing at four o'clock? Like, just go home. Yeah, they don't go home. They had to issue a letter from my sister's school telling them, "Can you please make sure your kids go home and don't hang out at the local McDonald's?" Because it's they're giving jobless. They're bringing out the house. Isn't it? Like, if that's like, you'd be embarrassing me. Like, that's like I don't put food on the table. I don't put a roof over your head. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just fun, bro. Like, if all your friends are there, you kind of want to be there. Okay, so no, I had time to no, go home. No, I was home. never on the bus. You were Wait, you was on the street? Not not on the streets, but like not on the streets. No, no, no. I wasn't really on the street either, actually. But I used, to, I used to take the long route home so I could spend time with my friends. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but if you're like yeah, in a big man. group and you're just making noise, mm. like a ruckus, like we had Nigel Rowe in Peckham, it was just ugh, fights all the time. Like, yeah, no, I wasn't in that kind. I was. Had bullies. I was probably still actually. That's let me not even lie. I was probably still at school doing period six because I, I was trying to trying to get my work. No, we got banned from Tesco's multiple yeah. times. Oh, we got banned from and the corner shop. Super drug. Anything local. Tesco's high street. Yeah. Also, if you were in my year and you stole from Little Bakery, how damn bad did you have to be? Because it's actually fifty p for a croissant. Like in the day, right? one pound was like a million. I used to crowd from the pound. None of these period five. You got a pound. You got a pound. You got a pound just to get. Oh, you were one of them. Yes, I was so much. I don't spend all this money than my own. Because my sister's <laughs> friends were in the year, the a couple of years above me. They used to find me. They used to go, oh, Hannah, you're my sister, innit? You got, you got a pound? I'm like, no, sorry, sorry, I'm like, no, I don't have a pound, sorry. With a pound, you could move heaven and earth in secondary school. I'm Honestly. And people school, used to sell chocolate. Do you remember, like, double sweet? I hope that person is, a, is an entrepreneur now. Entrepreneurs. Shout out to my best friend. She used to have a whole business. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah. One time they raided her bag. I felt so bad. She's telling me, you're waking up early, ransacking pound, and before you even get to school, then you're distributing. Yeah, <laughs> convinced all of us here that 50p for one bar of chocolate is a good deal. When you yeah, but oh, they used to, you used to have to eat. When Jamie Oliver came in, this less salt thing with me. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Eradicate Jamie Oliver. Wherever you are. Jamie <laughs> Oliver, you've got no fans in this room. <laughs> you've got no fans. 
Um, so talking about the pound, let's talk about London cost of living. Oh. Sorry, the sunlight stuff for your Wednesday morning. Here. How do you feel that you will never own a property in London? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> TFL is going to have to be its own episode yeah. because the way I will cast TFL is crazy. We were doing finances last week. It's not looking good for me. I'm not going to lie. Oh yeah, we were we are we are trying to sort out potato finances. You just you just <laughs> just step out of this. Yeah. I just stop looking at my bank account. I'm gonna be so well stop looking. London, li- like London living expenses life is crazy. Mm. It's absolutely insane. And I'm thinking like, where can you even move to now? Because everything is so high. Like yeah. inflation is literally everywhere. There's no even. Even if you want to go further out. It's, it's so still the same. <laughs> and telling me two generations ago, people were buying houses for £100. I, I can't understand how like one pound things are one pound fifty now. Like it just yeah. keeps adding yeah, up. Yeah, one example. Meal deals. Mm. Yay! <laughs> sorry, because sorry. Why is it like that? But do you know how they get you though? They'll be like, get our club card and, yeah, and stuff. Me and my club to, card. No, but the thing is, though, it good. still went up. Guys, I'm not conspiracy theorists, but I saw that they're kind of doing that way to track your purchases and like tailor things. That's fine. That's way to steal your data. You can, but, like, yeah. so, like, as soon as I search on my phone, everybody my phone. No, like, it's true. But Tesco, if you want to shout me, like, me and my club card like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> but they take away my points. I feel like whenever I rack up points, they disappear. Just yeah, make, I mean, you should get a voucher. You get a voucher sent to you. Yeah, same yeah. with Sainsbury's oh, as well. Sainsbury's sent send vouchers as well. Oh, I got a club card. I need to come. You can get some good stuff. The oil stuff. as well for the same. car. Every birthday, I got to my next point. Why have you got this car narrative recently? Yeah, yeah. Me and my Nando's card. Let me say. You got Nando's card. Oh my god! I will show you this after. It's on my Apple Pay. That's how much I use it. It's on my Apple Pay. Even the black card. It's the best thing in the world. Every time we go to Nando's, I'm always like, guys, this has to be my account. You didn't do it last time. Yeah, I know, and I was fuming. I feel like there's a lot more we can get into, but give me one positive, optimistic thinking, guys. Give me one positive about London. Hmm. The culture. 100%. 100%. That's a good one. Oh, she stole all the best. Oh, yeah, you literally <laughs> have to mine, so I've got nothing. <laughs> That's why I said it first. Oh, um, <laughs> diversity? Kind of similar to culture. No. Oh. oh. Uh, I think all the coffee shops. I think they're really... See, that's what I was looking for, something niche. A nice, <laughs> cute little thing. Anywhere you go, you're going to find a little spot because they really enforce work culture and capitalism here, so you will find a place... <laughs> and gentrification. Yeah. Shoreditch, what happened to you? Yeah. Nothing Nothing will make me happier than bankrupting myself over an album croissant. Nothing will make me feel better than that. So that's the positive of London. Do you want to add anything yeah, to like the, the heterogeneous like oh, life exactly badness and madness combination, combination. <laughs> I want to leave you guys with a quote that I found about London as I was looking for dilemmas someone decided to be really optimistic and it's my uber driver told me that growing up in London is like having a toxic ex once you get to know it well enough you become so incredibly bored and tired of it but you know you can't leave because everywhere else is just a smaller cheaper slightly less interesting version of it you always come back wow they ate that's because i have to come back <laughs> in some ways in my toxic head <laughs> forgot about the toxic ex thing, yeah but, oh they yeah. ate with that yeah i thought oh, so as well okay. i thought it was quite sweet get that in- yeah engraved even right guys we're back song of the week so about last week that i didn't do a song of the week um i'm trying to now segue song of the week to be more relevant to the topic so we're going for some London <gasps> artists this week, yeah. Also, before you cast me about my song choice, it's really, really, really hard to find London artists that are clean enough for, for uni radio. Mm. Um, so this was a really difficult find. But thank you guys so much for listening. I feel like this was a bit of a crazy episode. Yeah, we very much just started childhood Yeah, dumping. childhood trauma dumping. Um, but thank you for tuning in. Thank you guys for being here again. Thank you for having, um, thank you for having us again. There won't be an episode next week. What? Um, oh. I took a shift. Oh. We'll see you in two weeks time. Yeah. guys don't miss me too much yeah don't cool. miss us too much um but thank you again <clears throat> thank you for listening and we might do a london part two because i feel like there's a lot more we can unpack 100 
But in the meantime, enjoy Song of the Week, which is Make You Smile by D-Block Europe. Enjoy, guys. Pull up in the middle of the night, darling, I don't wanna see you cry, yeah Nanny praying for me, I'm fine, told her I'ma be alright, yeah Maybe it's all me, or maybe it's all you Let's take a trip overseas, love each other how we supposed to No tantrums, girl, no tantrums, I'm in the Shangri-La with the hunting Dillers and killers in the mandem, wanna make you smile, take you out Like my lady with melanin, yeah, Big Mac 10, clap 10 of them, yeah Big Rolls Royce truck to make an impression, them guys are relevant, yeah you can take off my life, ain't no line that I won't cross just to make you smile Scary sometimes, but it's fine I walk the mile, swim across sea to make you smile I came on the madness, I'ma slide with my lady in Atlantis And I dive in the pool with the eyes in my arm, that's waterproof party I'm a little rich, I'ma show him at the pool like he played for the Maverick my lady attractive, that skin smooth with no ties There's drillers and drummers in here, mind the gap on the exit They wait till you blow up the pair, but that is a death wish You ain't sat in a room full of killers, that's on this Pretending, I walk on my heart, pray to a lot, that's for my redemption No tantrums, girl, no tantrums, I'm in the Shangri-La with the hunting Dillers and killers in the mandem, wanna make you smile, take you out Like my lady with melanin, yeah Big Mac 10, clap 10 of them, yeah Big Rolls Royce truck to make an impression Them guys are relevant, yeah Take off my love Ain't no line that I won't cross just to make you smile Scary sometimes, but it's fine I walk the mile, swim across sea to make you smile She's on heat, I ain't seen her for a while My ladies was killing with style, yeah In the Benny truck, rolling up loud I'm trying to give a round from the cloud, yeah Night shout if you need collection Feel it in her soul, that's a deep connection She know we hot, she ain't seen the western West I wanna teach the lesson I'm with 29, 29's in the building I got bad kids but I've never had children, no Bad rap cabins in this music, they wanna do I got a status like I'm losing, no I drop tech in my soda Lime truck, same colour as cola Never had to lease that, I'm the owner All this from my own, own. No tantrums, girl, no tantrums I'm in the Shangri-La with a hunting Dillers and killers in the mandem Wanna make you smile, take you out Like my lady with melanin, yeah Big Mac 10, clap 10 of them, yeah Big Rolls Royce truck to make an impression Them guys are relevant, yeah Take off my life Ain't no line that I won't cross just to make you smile Scary sometimes, but it's fine I walk the mile, swim across sea to make you smile